after that first kill, it had me hungry for more. We're going to go fuck some shit up, whether you like it or not. Welcome to Movie Mug and the Father and Son podcast that's giving the double middle fingers to 2020. I agree. Fuck right off, 2020. And already. Yes, please. Just a couple more days and this shit is done. Yeah, it's like January 1st, everything is going to be correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything uh, goes back to normal. Mm-hmm. But we just had to survive till the end of 2020 and then uh, everything's great again. We get a million dollars for winning the game show. Yeah, this is kind of like Survivor, which is... <laughs> Pretty fucked up. Except less stupid. Well, I'm Vince. I'm Jack. And we are a father and son duo who love watching movies and having a conversation, but more importantly, spending quality father-son time together. This is episode number 89. We're getting far. <laughs> we really kind of are. I mean, I, I'm not going to hurt my arm patting myself on the back or anything, but 89 is... Impressive. I, I, I mean, I remember when we were doing the the 21 episode challenge... And we were just, you know, oh, you know yeah. what I mean? We were just trying to get people to, to stick with us for a while because we knew that... People including me. Yeah, right? Because <laughs> we knew that, you know, it's still a work in progress. And I feel like sometimes it is still a work in progress, but well, I feel yeah. like we've kind of honed our craft. We are what we are. We know what we are now. Mm-hmm. At first, I had some different ideas about... Less bullshittery? Still some bullshittery, but... Less. But less. We were going to be smarter people. But that's not who we are. And it's not as fun. We're not smarter people. <laughs> so it, di- it didn't take long until, I think it was episode number four, when you were talking about how you weren't going to bang a crack whore. Yeah, that's Porky's. In, yeah. in the swamp. I was like, yep, that's us. <laughs> that's us. So, you know, I took all the parameters off that I might have had and just like, you know what? Let's just do our thing. And that's what it is, man. That's what we're comfortable doing. That's what this show's about. That's what's fun. Mm-hmm. That's what's fun. All right, let's get right to it. You know what time it is. It's Lobby Time with Vince and Jack. All right, everybody, welcome to the Movie Mug and Lobby. This is time we talk about things that aren't necessarily related to the movie we're going to be watching, but we still think it's important enough to warrant some airtime. Um, I got a bad haircut today. I was going to grow my hair out a little bit. Especially with COVID, uh, you don't really want to go out unnecessarily. And have someone breathing down your neck. Literally. Mm-hmm. I hope I don't get COVID from a shitty haircut. <laughs> that would be bad. It's like burning your tongue on pizza rolls. You know, if I'm going to burn my tongue, I want it to be on like some hot lobster bisque or something. Yeah. Not fucking Totino's pizza rolls. Yeah, something really expensive and fancy. <sighs> so I was going to grow it out, and I told Olivia that I was going to grow it out, and she likes me with super short hair. Yeah. And so she wasn't down with me growing it out. And, you know, I'm a, I'm a grown-ass man. I make my own decisions and stuff like that. But I also remember whenever I go get a haircut, I usually get that look, you know? And What? Yeah. I usually come home and oh, I, uh, I get I know the look talking and uh, it, it usually bodes well for me. Okay. So I went to get a haircut and like I get haircuts on whims. Yeah. I'm not like, okay, I need to get a haircut this week. Let me call and set an appointment somewhere. I just go wherever. And a lot of times it's like, I want a haircut and I'll just go. 
today I just went <laughs> and like I like I get it shaved like at the bottom like with a like with a one and mm-hmm. then blend up where there's no line. Yeah, you get a sick fade. Yeah, 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 sick fade. That's mm-hmm. maybe that's why it was bad. I didn't tell her I needed the sick fade. You didn't go to the fade meister. So she's doing it with the clippers in the same spot for a long, long time. And then she tells me how hard it is. What? <laughs> she tells me how hard it is to to cut my hair. To use clippers on somebody's head. Ah, to, to blend it. She's oh. like, oh, it's really hard to blend your hair. And I'm like, fuck. Okay. What's this going to end up looking like? And Do you have a ball cut? No, but it was bad. It was just all over the place. There was no fade. It was like there was lines... <laughs> like down low and up higher, and it was just different links all over the place. And in the back, it kind of came down into almost like a what they used to call a ducktail back in the fifties. Oh, gosh! And like I, I knew it when I was there. But what am I going to tell somebody? Hey, fix my hair when they've already fucked it up. If they fuck up your haircut. They're supposed to fix it, and you're supposed to be able to ask them. But I feel like a small percentage of people actually do. Like, if somebody's cutting my hair and they fuck it up, I'm not going to be like, hey, can you fix this? Because they clearly can't. Because they clearly can't. And then what little hair I have left, they're just going to fuck it up, and then I'm just going to come home and and just buzz it off. So I called Olivia on the way home. I said, "Uh, I think I got a really bad haircut. You know, kind of so I don't get laughed at when I walk in, and kind of so she can check it out real quick and let me know what I need to do about it. Did you get any pictures? No, no. As soon as she confirmed it was bad, and as soon as I could hold up the mirror and see, I was out the door to go somewhere else. So I got two haircuts today. So I go to the new haircut place, <laughs> and I tell them, I, I need you to fix my hair. My, my wife gave me a, a COVID haircut. You said that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was too embarrassed to tell them I paid for it. And I'm not one of those <laughs> dicks, or I'm going to be like, I'm paying for this fucking haircut. I just wanted to pay and get the hell out of there. I'm not a guy who's going to give somebody shit about something like that. I just you know what, I'm just going to take my lumps and go home and then see what I can do. So I went somewhere else. I didn't have much to work with because that lady cut my hair pretty short. Mm -hmm. And I just told the lady, I'm like, hey, just do the best you can. (laughs) And so now I look like basically I did in the Army. Yeah. High and tight. Yeah. High and tight, which I don't prefer. Anyway, just getting a bad haircut just sucks, and I just needed to vent about it a little bit. (laughs) I I don't think anybody came here for haircut talk. So uh, you got anything else for the lobby? Nope. All right, let's head on back to the podcast studio slash viewing room, and I'm going to unveil Chris's movie. That's right. We are in the final week of the film stripping, movie mugging, remix, palooza, extravaganza, spectacular. So what this is, if you haven't been keeping up, is um, there's pieces of paper that you pick out of a hat, basically, and then it has a genre or a year or an actor or actress, and you got to pick a movie based on whatever you pull out. Mm -hmm. So Chris... I don't pull out. (laughs) <laughs> that is a mistake. Yeah. Especially the yes. way you feel about kids and pregnancy. That is a mistake. Yeah. Wear a raincoat. <laughs> or the do the naked gun thing. Yeah. <laughs> they get in the ginormous condoms. <laughs> the full body condom suits. Mm-hmm. So, so Chris picked robots slash artificial intelligence. Okay. So he picked a movie that I've never heard of before. Okay. So it's not RoboCop. It is. Thank God it's not RoboCop. <laughs> RoboCop was a cool idea, terrible execution. Yeah, it was a terrible, terrible movie. All right, so this movie came out in 2018. Ooh. It's rated R. It is one hour and 41 minutes. Rotten Tomatoes gives it an 88%. IMDb gives it a 7.5 out of 10. 
And 91% of Google users like this movie. This has some good stats. Mm -hmm. I expect nothing less from the Cove Captain Chris. Right. The film guy. The premier (laughs) film guy in in the podcasting world. Uh, I did look up some Mormon mothers. Nothing that could be spoilers. I looked up profanity and I looked up sex and nudity Mm -hmm. because I, you know, that's not going to give away the plot of anything. It's the two best things in life. Profanity and sex and nudity. That's best three things. I I agree. 100%. Um... A man tries to undress his wife, but she stops him, and the scene ends rapidly. Story of my life, right there. <laughs> Story of my life. All right, so profanity characters frequently use all sorts of language, including many uses of fuck, shit, and bitch. And <laughs> the holy trinity. <laughs> Pretty much, right? Fuck that shit, bitch. I use all three of those words multiple times mm-hmm. per hour. Speaking of cuss words, and then we'll get right back to this. Uh, Nicholas Cage has a new show on Netflix called The History of Square Words. Really? Yep. Where they kind of break that down. That is such a like a Nicholas Cage thing, I feel like, because he just does the most random shit. He'll do whatever. And just to have a weird show like that, I feel like is it's perfect that that's, he's mm-hmm. kind of like the host of it or whatever. I watched the trailer. It looks really good. I'm going to have to check it out. Is it like actual history or like in media? So like in like, oh, in 1910, they were only allowed to say darn. I think they find <laughs> the origins of where they came from and, and try to figure out. Some Latin person and came up with all the roots for these words. I don't know. It looked really interesting. I might have to check it out. But you talked about how Nicolas Cage will kind of do off the wall stuff. I and mean, number one, he doesn't say no to anything. Like I, the Wicker Man, Ghost Rider. Drive angry. Oh, I saw some. I, I watched something the other day. It was called Bangkok something, where he was a hitman, and and he is. I don't feel like he'd play that good of a uh, hitman. It, it was so bad, and <laughs> I, I'm not going to get into it. But I did read that he has signed on to play Joe Exotic. I saw that. Yeah, when, when they make a, a Tiger King movie, that I think that'll work. <laughs> I do too. Because I feel like enough. he's got a little bit of like good acting and bad acting in him. <laughs> And also just a little bit of, like, wild unpredictability. Yeah. So I feel like he would probably do pretty well. Like, I kind of am excited to see him with, like, the whole get-up on and, like, mm-hmm. petting a tiger or something. I wonder who's going to play his toothless boyfriend. Or I was about to say the guy with the meth teeth next <laughs> to him and his shirt always off. Oh, man. Yeah. You know what? I'm tuning into that. I'm going to check that out <laughs> yeah. when it comes out. All right. Let's get back to today's movie. All right, so this movie is called Upgrade. Is this Will Smith? No. I don't know who's in it. Why do I feel like I've... But Will Smith's not on the cover. This sounds so familiar. Well, I, I was... haven't seen it, but like, I feel like I have like know of it. Well, I thought when I heard Upgrade, the first thing I thought of was the pimp from Idiocracy. <laughs> okay, thought... yeah, maybe that's, maybe that's what it's jogging my recent memory. Yeah. Because I've heard Upgrade... And those those memes where it shows the keyboard with the blue button that says upgrade that are old. I don't know if you've seen them. I'm not familiar with, okay. with those. So it show like a picture of you. Oh, you're talking memes? <laughs> it would show like a picture of you and then you, a finger hitting the blue upgrade button and then a picture of me. Ah. All right. Always universally liked meme template. All right, you ready to do this? I am. All right. Well, let's take a film stripping movie mug and pause. And we are back after watching 2018's Upgrade. Yep. 
It was not about the pimp from Idiocracy. It was not. All right. Well, let me give it the 50 Cent Tour. This is a movie about a guy who gets in a car wreck, and he ends up paralyzed. His wife gets killed. Mm -hmm. Purposely paralyzed. Yeah. The guys basically shoot him in the back of the neck with something, and it paralyzes his body. And then one of his friends, uh, Malfoy McFly, is a brilliant... <laughs> Holy crap. He's <laughs> a brilliant Did you scientist. write that down? Well, I wrote down Malfoy, and then I, I realized he was also McFly. He's so, definitely a McFly. Yeah, Malfoy McFly. <laughs> Holy crap. Is a, uh, a brainiac, and he makes... Well, he made this little microchip kind of thing, mm -hmm. and he said it can basically do anything. So he implants it in this guy, and now all of a sudden he's not a quadriplegic anymore. And he has a voice in his head. Yeah, named Stem. It's like an all-knowing God buried in his neck, pretty mm -hmm. much. Yeah. He can tell him anything, and the character, the main guy, has control over Stem. And so he can be like, all right, you can take control, and then he becomes a super badass. Mm -hmm. But I guess you can finish can I? the tour. Yes. Oh, thank you. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, so he has this Stem in his body. And now he can walk again, and he kind of moves like a robot, which was kind of like, eh, I don't know. It's yeah. kind of whatever. It was iffy at first, but I got used to it. But he wants to find the people that paralyzed him and killed his wife, mm -hmm. and Stem's going to help him do that. And Stem does become a voice in his head, and sometimes Stem can take over his body, and when he gives him control of his body... Stem is a super yeah no emotion super badass can yeah can can see any punches coming knows what to do can make Just, it so if if he's laying on his back he can magically make him like <laughs> hover straight back to his feet like he doesn't do like the Bruce Lee jump or whatever he does like the Dracula thing where you he, just he just sit rises up. out of the coffin <laughs> it's it's more than abs it's like your your whole body is like an ab and just can. <laughs> from from heels straight up. Your whole body's an ab. Yep. You heard it here first. I'm standing by that. <laughs> so he starts tracking them down one by one and... Uh, Brutally murdering them. Well, the first one was definitely a brutal murder. We'll get into that here in just a second. So in the end, there's a, a twist. It was... Uh, Bad. I mean, it was okay. It took many points off of my Did score. It? I will tell you that. All right, let's see what the mm -hmm. internet has to say. It took a decent chunk. A brutal mugging, not mugging. <laughs> leave, not to be confused with. <laughs> yeah. Leaves Gray Trace paralyzed in the hospital and his beloved wife dead. A billionaire inventor, Malfoy McFly, mm -hmm. soon offers Trace a cure, an artificial intelligence implant called STEM that will enhance his body. Now able to walk, Gray finds that he also has superhuman strength and agility, skills he uses to seek revenge against the thugs who destroyed his life. So we figured out pretty quick what was going to happen in this movie to a certain point. Yeah. We, we knew that once he's able to move because he has stem inside of him. He's going to become the Punisher. Yeah, that's what we thought. He's going to become the robo-Punisher. He's, he's, <laughs> that's exactly what you said. Yeah, yeah, he's going to go track down all the people and kill them one by one. Mm -hmm. and, and that's what he did. But it was, I mean, if you haven't seen this movie, it's going to sound weird, but it wasn't necessarily his plan to do that. Stem had a dog in the fight as well, so to speak. You never heard that saying? No. <laughs> He's got skin in the game. No, that Even didn't. better, yeah. <laughs> Stem has stake in this too. Yeah. That's what I was going for. Yeah, it's not just Gray. 
And so uh, STEM, with the help of STEM, figures out the exact address of one of the guys who fucked up his life. And so he goes into the guy's house right when he leaves. And then, of course, I knew it was going to happen. The guy comes home. And so STEM tells him where to hide and is like, wait. And he's like, now, attack him while you have the chance. Of course, the guy, he's like, oh, shit. He shit his pants, didn't fight the guy. And then Stem was like, I could take control. And he's like, all right, I give you control. And basically just fucking destroys the guy with a bunch of plates, beats the shit out of him, and then, like, wedges a knife between the guy's lips and then just, like, rips it back with both of his hands from behind him, and it just, like, gives him this nasty permanent smile. Yeah, big Muppet mouth. That was really cool. (laughs) So he does go to that guy's house, and... He's getting his ass kicked, and then, like you said, Stem's like, I can take over, Gray. (laughs) And he's like, all right, take over, because I'm about to get choked out. And then he becomes like fucking Neo in the Matrix. Yeah. He knows all the moves. I think he could kill Neo. He can dodge anything Neo throws at him. I mean, Neo dodged the one bullet, and then it also still scraped him. I mean, he does basically become like the creator of worlds at the very end, you know, when he like becomes the numbers or whatever. So maybe he couldn't, but... You know what? I'm going to put my money on Neo. No, I'm going to put my money on STEM, because Neo's really just laying down on a bed. Oh, well... <laughs> so I think it'd be okay. He's only in, powerful when he's in the Matrix. Okay, so in the Matrix, Gray <laughs> versus Neo. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. in the real world, yeah. where it actually matters, STEM's going to just unplug him. Simple as that. But if Neo in his mind unplugs... Stem from gray, then they're both just laying there and nothing gets done. <laughs> I don't think he could. Well, okay. I mean, it's sci fi. Anything can happen. This is besides the fucking but point. What I was getting at is when he let Stem take over and Stem just becomes the fucking badass, even gray was like, oh, fuck. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. Like he's just beating the crap out of this guy, hitting plates over his head he's over like, and over oh. and over. Yeah, and he's having a hard time looking at it and seeing what he's doing. And then which when was he was a cool. Uh, like that was a cool touch. I really, yeah, I enjoyed that. It only happened in that scene, though. Well, because he started getting used to it. Well, no, because when he carved up the, the oh, dude, yeah. where he was like, trying to get him, stop, stop. Yeah. yeah, he was like, I can't do it. And Stim's like, I'll take over, and cuts off his ear and slicing the dude's face up. And mm-hmm. he's like, You don't have to look, Gray. And then right after, like the Gray is like, Stop! That's enough! That's enough! While you're hearing the slicing and the guttural mm-hmm. shit. Uh, <laughs> Whenever that ended, uh, Stem was like, he will answer any question you have now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was like, damn. Stem was badass and a good friend to have at that point in the movie. Later on. Yeah, he's he's just a puppet master. That was a mm-hmm. horrible twist, in my opinion. I think it was dog shit. The movie was awesome, though. It was, <laughs> But a, that was a dog shit ending. I love the concept. I've never seen anything like that before. It's cool. Like, yeah, AI that becomes so intelligent that it, literally is in a league of its own humans can't compete and it becomes the ultimate the be all end all ultimate power in the fucking universe because later on in the movie uh malfoy whatever mcfly mcfly i almost said mcgonagall (laughs) (laughs) that's more harry potter shit uh wants to shut him down because it's supposed to be a secret no one's supposed to know that stems inside of him and he's tracking him and so he's like, fuck, he's somewhere he's not supposed to be. Let me shut him down. So then Stem is telling Gray all the ones and zeros and all the code for the hacker to type in, the hacker he located and has to go to, so that, that Stem can't be shut down. But it, it is later revealed that then 
after that input blocker or whatever was enabled, Stem can no longer be controlled by Gray. So then it's more like, okay, I'm in control now. Mm-hmm. And we're going to go fuck some shit up, whether you like it or not. Yeah. So it's cool. All of a sudden I can walk. Now I can go track down the people who killed my wife and fucked me up. And I'm fucking superhuman. And then this thing takes over my body. And now I can't do anything. Mm-hmm. It does whatever it wants to do. And it, it has okay. a mind of its own. So, <laughs> yeah, in the end, Stem takes over, kills Malfoy McFly. Kills everybody. Kills the cop and walks off to do what? Like, like what's the <laughs> second more half? people? Well, what's the second half of the story? Become it's, the corporate god? I don't know. I, I don't know either. I was trying to think, okay, you, you did this. Now you're free to do whatever you want to do. What's that going to be? He's the most powerful being in... Presumably the planet. But when you have an artificial mind, like you you don't have those emotions. It's not like you're gonna go out and, and bang ladies well, no, and but get he, married and he can do anything. Remember he told them what to say. He can read emotions. He's like, Don't look away. She thinks you're lying. She just saw your boots and saw that you left a print on the floor when you're supposed to be quadriplegic. He's analytical. He could become the president. Just by knowing exactly what to say, you know? So you think like, that's his end game? To- I know, but I'm just saying he can l- literally do anything because he has every piece to the puzzle already put together in his mind, and um, quote-unquote mind, whatever you want to say. He can do anything. So, I mean, I think that's the true ending. You don't know what he's going to do, but right. you know he can do. he can literally do anything as long as he doesn't get tased or something. But do you think he's evil? Like, I don't necessarily think he's evil. He did some evil things to protect himself in order that he could live. Because he's sentient. Yeah, he's looking out for himself. Yeah, but, like, there's part of me, it's like, so is he going to try to rule the world now and he's going to build a bunch of minions to do whatever? Or is he just going to be like, you know what? I'm just going to walk around and just... (laughs) Kill uh, people every once in a while. Well, or just live life. Because it looks cool when I do it. (laughs) Yeah, I I just, I don't know what the end game is. Yeah, that's kind of weird now that I think about Mm -hmm. it. Because he wasn't actually, like, truly evil. He just did things that the main character didn't want to do. Yeah. And killed a couple people who didn't really deserve to get killed there at the end. And one of them, I'm happy she got killed. She, I hated her. The cop. Yeah, she sucked. <laughs> uh, she was another part of the story that I just wished wasn't there because I really wanted this to become an awesome duo that that just, like, does cool shit, like, kills people who are bad. Like, just that would have been very kind of cliche, but that's what I wanted. Like You wanted Robo Punisher. A- after that first kill... It had me hungry for more. Yeah, it did. It was really graphic in a really good way. Uh, I mean, spoiler alert, Bucket of Chicken goes to cinematography. Fucking has to in this movie. I mean, because the acting was B- minus at best. The acting was C-, minus, more than likely, in my eyes. I mean, the concept was really good. But, man, like, like, you know those things where you can, like, stabilize it on one part of a person's body and it will always follow that? Mm -hmm. It did that a bunch in the fight scenes? Yeah, yeah. and I, I love the noises, too, because there'd yeah. be, like, this weird, like, robot moving noise whenever he's fighting and does, like, really, like, cool dodges or whatever. And the camera, it, like, followed him when he was laying down, and then uh, Stem took control the first time, and he just, like, levitated back to his feet. The camera perfectly followed it. The camera was on point for all of the action scenes, and that's really what made the helped make the action scenes. Yeah. 
I think without the cinematography, it still would have been cool, but it would have lost a lot of its effect. The bad guys like used to be Marines and they had guns implanted in their left arms. Yeah. Which was cool and not cool. I, you really liked the scene, but I thought it was kind of stupid where they're 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 walking to go get stem and he was slash gray it. and he was loading his arm. It was like a it. chamber and he was like loading it in his bicep, putting in the, the rounds in his bicep mm-hmm. and then he cocked it by by moving his like arm, his like fist toward his shoulder. So okay, and I was like, "Come on!" To man. be fair, I said it was cool right before he did that, <laughs> and then I saw that and was like, "Oh my gosh, that was dumb." That was dumb. And then but, he got killed like a little pussy. Well, that guy got fucking destroyed by Stem, which was cool because this, he ended yeah. up making him shoot himself with his own left hand and blew it like his head just popped. That was cool. Yeah, that I, was I very, like that very quick and satisfying. I like that more than I liked him taking the knife and giving the guy a Muppet mouth. Well, I, I'm more into the, uh, not that I'm into it, but I'm, I am kind of. I, I like when they do it a little bit too far. You yeah, know? I know you do. Th- that was a little bit too far. Someone's getting their head blown up. Not that big of a deal in the grand scheme of movie effects, you know? Like, that's a lot more common than getting behind somebody and putting your hands on a knife like handlebars and putting it between their mouth, or like the, open their mouth and then just rip backwards mm-hmm. that that's a little bit more gruesome that's a definitely a different level than someone's head blowing up. it wasn't as hard to watch as i thought it would be though like i've no, seen a lot of other awesome. movies that things have been harder to to watch like the loved ones that's that shit was a lot harder for me well because this someone's getting the a drill in their head a knife in the foot yeah because that's more like i don't know that guy didn't feel his mouth getting ripped like that because he died instantly well let's talk about the main bad guy Stem? No, 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 no. The, the the main bad guy who was after Stem slash Gray, the one who killed... Fink or... I can't yeah. remember what his name was. He was... Was he casted well? Cause no, he, he looked like Kip. He, yeah, he, he looked like somebody who would be leading your church group. <laughs> he, wasn't, right? he wasn't a soldier. He, Terrible he mustache. He did group at, a, at like a, one of those like churches that are yeah. lax on what you wear. Wears life. Hawaiian shirts and jeans and flip-flops. With socks. He, he was not menacing. No. He was not a soldier, I'll say that much. He he didn't take shrapnel for his country because he was too busy like trying to woo the babes at the high school he worked at. <laughs> it was like, what the fuck? Oh. And, and like he had like it was cool because he could keep up with STEM and like hand to hand combat. Yeah. But he had some really corny, stupid ability. Like he had these nanobots that he could like breathe out and they could just like instantly shred a human from the inside, basically. Mm-hmm. It only showed it once, thankfully. Um, but his eyes, he could look at another like robot person or like the guy that got all sliced up and interrogated by Gray and Stem, and he tapped into his eyes and could see everything that happened, and so that's how he knew where Gray was going. That was cool. He could see heat signatures through walls, which was cool. But he looked like he drove a minivan, for and sure. A smart car. He was. And he had a, the Kip mustache. Yeah. And, and like the nasty, I don't know. He was. There's some Ned Flanders in him, too. Sure. <laughs> yeah, because the mustache. He's got the hot cocoa. All right. <laughs> like the hot cocoa stash. Yeah. I think that happens in the movie. He had like the mustache from Austin Powers when he drank the stool sample. You, you remember that? He thought it was coffee. No. No, he, I don't remember. It that. was Fat Bastard's stool sample. <laughs> and he just drank it. And it's he's like, oh, it's, it's kind of nutty. And he just Oh, he, I remember the nutty 
quote, but I don't remember. He the had the, actual... the brown ring at the top of his <laughs> that's good. top of his lip. Yeah, All right, his mustache is bad. So you you have stem implanted in you today. Mm-hmm. Yes, where you can control it and where Hooray. <laughs> you tell it what to do. It doesn't have control over you, but you can give it control. I mean, what do you do? It's not like you have enemies out there. It's not like you have. People. I make enemies just so I can rip and tear them <laughs> apart. Because I mean, that's. Well, I mean, what do you? I mean, seriously, you have it right what do now. I do? Like, what's the first thing you go and do? Lose a little bit of weight, <laughs> <laughs> just because I can sprint around with infinite stamina. I can literally spend like a fuckload of time just on a track, like for like eight hours in one day, and then I'll like I'll come home, and you'll be like, "Damn, Jack." So you, you just lost 20 fucking pounds. So you you don't have motivation to do anything right now. All of a sudden, no, Stem's going to give exact, you motivation to do stuff? Because he controls my body to do it, whether I like it or not. Yeah. So yes, I, I have horrible motivation issues. Every, you know that. Mom knows that. And all my friends know that. My sister knows that. My therapist knows that. Everybody knows that. So yes, that would be great. But, Stem but is so useful. Stem, make me a sandwich. <laughs> And then he'd make you do it, and then you'd be like, oh, thank you. Because remember... But you're capable of making a sandwich. You're capable of working out. Shut up. You're capable of selling shoes. Okay. That's boring. Do some shit. So I lost my fucking train of thought. (laughs) Stem, get him his train of thought back. So so when when Stem first took control and the guy's like, how does this work? He said, just relax. You get to relax. Well, he, someone else moves your arms for you and whips up a sandwich in like 0. 0.3 seconds. And then you're like, all right, Stem, I got it from here. And then you just get to eat it. How fucking boring. Stem, make me a sandwich. What are you going to do with Stem? Are you going to go climb the Grand Canyon? Or, no, you're not. Stem, change the channel. <laughs> Stem. <laughs> no, I'd fucking maybe go to Vegas Stem. and count cards and make a lot of money. and Cool, then I'll do it too. Fuck you. No, you're too busy making sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't Stem, know. Stem, take out the garbage because Jack won't. <laughs> Stem, <laughs> post more on Instagram. Stem, please get it up. <laughs> That's what you would use Stem for. <laughs> Stem's like, I see you have ED. Stem, take over. Stem, <laughs> jackhammer. <laughs> Stem, supersonic. Stem, oh. kick that soccer ball really hard into that kid's face. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would be cool. That would be cool. <laughs> kick it like really hard. A little asshole on the playground is like, just being a dick to everybody. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Breaks his nose. Yeah. Fuck that kid. Yeah, fuck that kid. It would be cool just to any time just switch it on and just do whatever you wanted to do. All right. Favorite parts? I had the first kill. Because I that really set the tone for the movie. I didn't know really what kind of movie it would be until then. And that was awesome. And this is really the first reveal of the power mm-hmm. and the fighting skills. That was just so cool. And I, I was so giddy for like a minute and a half after the scene had already ended. Yeah. It, it was like kind of mind-blowing. I really loved that part. I, I liked it when Stim took over in that fight as well. And he's beating the guy's ass, and he can't believe what he's doing. He's like, fuck, oh, shit. That, and, that part was like the cherry on top, and I don't really like cherries very much. Like, it, it was okay. Like, <laughs> like, it just added just a tiny bit. I just liked how 
literally the guy was just fucking helpless. He was doomed as soon as he was like, Stem, you can take it mm-hmm. from here. Because he, he's just going to die immediately. And he felt bad. He was like, dude, stay down. Stay down. Yeah. Stay down. <laughs> and of course, the guy mm-hmm. didn't understand and just kept fighting. Yeah. And then got his mouth ripped open. Yeah, that first fight was my favorite, too. Just the whole mouth ripping open. You can't I mean, beat that, man. I, You know, I didn't necessarily need that. I, I enjoyed the fight. <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed the fight. All right, bucket of chicken time, you already said. Yep, cinematography. Uh, I'm giving it to the concept. Whoever came up with this concept, the storyline, um, it was great. I, I like the ending, too. It, it took me a little while, but thinking about it, how the AI stem set the whole thing up so he could make I his mean, way back there. insanely genius. Yeah. Um, I just wonder what his end game is now, but at the same time, just the whole concept was, was great. The acting was pretty <laughs> ass. But um, hey, you're using my vocabulary. I mean, it, it just—you it, <laughs> really it, thought about that one, didn't it you? It was really hard sometimes when the acting kind of took me out of it a little bit. I'm trying to get into it, and it then cringe. He would say something, or some, sometimes the script was terrible, <laughs> and I'd just be like, "Oh, come on, man!" But I, I feel like if somebody else would have made this movie and brought in some better actors. Fuck, this could have really cleaned up. I mean, the main character was basically the like the goodwill Tom Hardy. <laughs> uh, like, imagine they actually got Tom Hardy to do it. Yeah. That would have been... Yeah. Because he's used to being bitter and a little bit funky yep. because of Mad Max. So that would have been uh, fucking awesome. Goodwill Tom Hardy. That's perfect. And the twist... The more I've thought about it, the more we've talked about it, it's a little bit better. It is better because you thought I, I wanted it. I wanted this movie to go in a completely different direction. Is why I'm a little bit upset because I, I wanted more fighting. I because it was so cool. It was like like super martial arts. He can't be touched, and he's like fucking tearing people apart, blowing heads up, breaking arms and shit like that. I needed more of that. Mm-hmm. You like, needed I, more Steven Seagal shit. I was about to mention him, actually. Who do you think would win? Steven Seagal versus Stem. Stem only broke one arm in this mm-hmm. movie. Steven Seagal breaks every arm. And he's fat now. Yeah. So he's even better. He he's got more arms. weight behind the, the oh. snapping. <laughs> I, that is one of the bigger disappointments of movies I've picked because... Look, I, I, I knew <laughs> he was so stupid. Look, I, I knew the acting wouldn't hold up, and I knew the show was going to be wasn't the problem. Like I, I like I knew the movie wasn't going to be like a great movie, but I remembered him just fucking <laughs> fucking shit up and breaking arms and being a badass. And uh, I would say it's just not good. You know how like the the main Fink or whatever his name was, the main bad guy, mm-hmm. he was not cast well. No, Steven Seagal's in the same boat. He. <laughs> In my opinion, he is not compatible with the role of a badass character. He had a ponytail. That's not badass. <laughs> I mean, so did Beavis and Butthead's teacher, man. <laughs> and he wasn't a badass, right? Uh, he might have been. <laughs> no. You don't know what he does after hours. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he wasn't a badass. Ponytails don't make you badass in short. Uh, Steven Seagal is fucking stupid. All right. Score time. I'm having trouble separating parts of this movie because I really want to give it an A because of how awesome it was when it was just them two against the world um, like fucking killing everybody um, I liked when he was still pretending to be quadru- quadru- quadriplegic there you go 
I hated the detective. Yeah. I, I really wish this movie went in a different direction. I'm not super dissatisfied, but I'm dissatisfied. And I, I can't give it an A when there's the ending, but I really want to give it an A because it's the 84. 84, that's exactly what I was thinking. Really? Yes. Yes. That's, I feel like we've done that. Yeah, we like have. a couple times recently. I, I feel we've like, been like 1% off. I feel like I want to start writing my number on something so I can just show you because it it just, I, I don't know, for whatever reason, I feel like when you throw something out, I'm like, yeah, that's exactly where I am. I feel like. I don't know. It's like just, it's not believable. Yeah, or like something. it's not believable. And I, well, I they're not going to see you, you. For all they know, you could just crinkle a piece of paper and be like, "Hey, look over here with this blank sheet of paper. Pretend eighty four is written on it, Jack. Okay? No, I show it to you, and you're like, "Oh, hey, same Z, <laughs> awesome. Jinx. Yeah, eighty four. Jinx. <laughs> four. Yeah. I don't know. Overall, I'm happy with your pick, Chris. Yeah, I, mean, I think great concept. Great concept. They I, brought I, it this this extravaganza crossover event. They really did. Did we? Wait. So they picked life and upgrade. Mm-hmm. I would say though, life was better, but this movie was awesome as well. The concept of this movie, well, really, the concept of Minority Report is awesome too. But uh, that's that was your pick. What did I? I th- oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I think the concept of this just beats all of them. It's because it's original. Yeah. Because life was not original in the slightest. Uh, This movie was, as far as I know, completely original. I mean, there could be a few movies out there pretty similar, but I've never seen them or heard of them. So to me, it's original. I'm disappointed in myself. I brought the worst movie to this this crossover. But if we would have sat down before this happened, but if we would have sat down before this month happened and said, okay, Who's going to bring the best movie? Who's going to bring the biggest piece of shit? So, yeah, I would say Chris is going to bring the best movie. I'm going to bring the biggest piece of shit. You're going to bring the second best movie. And Erica, I, I probably third. Damn. And you said something the other day where, like, you and Chris are, like, the teacher. And we're, like, the, the teacher. Not the, you're, like, the leader role, you know? Like, you get things set up, and me and Erica are just along for the ride. We do the front loading. We we do the yeah. heavy lifting, and and I just say like boobs or like right. fuck or something oh, every, every once in a while. You you heard yeah episode where they made the the boobs remix. That was I didn't <laughs> that expect was dope. that at all. That that was sick. That was dope. I laughed when I heard that. I, I had no idea that yeah. was coming. We're gonna have to play that at some point. Definitely. That was awesome. Well, they might copyright strike us. Maybe. It's a, <laughs> well, it's it's a chance I'm willing to take. I'm assuming the Chris just like made that. I wonder if he had a really good time making that. I guarantee it. Remix. Guarantee it. You know what? I'm, I'm going to find it because that needs to be played. Yes. I want to hear it again. That's what I like about Jack, too, is that every once in a while, because sometimes he'll be like, yeah, wake up at 2 p.m. And then other times he'll say something like really profound about the world and like humanity. And you just don't expect it at all. Right. Yeah. It's great. It's awesome. I he, love listening. He peppers in something in, you know, like it's it's like it's like ninety percent boobs, 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 really big boobs, 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 really big boobs. Yeah, <laughs> that's so good. And honestly, I, I I can't remember a specific time where I just said something so profound or yeah. like mature. Yeah, like, I feel did. like I don't really ever do that. I might say something that's 
more intelligent than a fucking caveman, and then it's like, <laughs> wow, great. Now back to being a caveman. Right. Yeah, maybe maybe <laughs> that's what it is. Maybe it's like um you sound all sophisticated. Well, you know, like there's a, a little kid and they and they like scribble on some paper and you like you hang it on the refrigerator and tell them, Oh, that's so good. We're so proud oh, of you. Maybe like, that's kind of what it is. You say something I halfway said, intelligent and they're like, Oh, good, Jack. I said the good. word cinematography and right? their mind is blown. Like, oh, that's a oh. long word, Jack. You know, o- overall, this has been a really fun month. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. Typically, when it's not my turn. Well, yeah, like, like you have it, a fucking well, 350 movie well, list. And I have control issues as well. Um, yeah. Like when we did that Clearly. month where we we like had to pick the parameters for each other, that bothered me. <laughs> and I, and like I think at the end, I was like, I don't ever want to do that again. I've, I've got one pick this month, and it hasn't bothered me at all because I think it's so cool to do the same movie I really enjoy this. I hope we can do it again next year. Yeah, it's a lot better than just me giving you something shitty. I mean, one, it's random, and two, we get to do it with our podcasting BFFs, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. It, it just adds a whole nother layer of guacamole. Okay. and See, there you go. That was pretty profound. I want to do this again <laughs> next year. I hope they feel the same. They may be yeah. like, you know what? Fuck that. That was stupid. We're Hitler. never doing that Fuck again, them. and they don't, you know, they, they quit returning my Instagram messages. Um but I think it's time we take this relationship to the next level as far as podcasting this goes. This long distance isn't working <laughs> out, okay? No, I, I just think that, that they should have some audio on our show, and we said, and we should have some audio on their show. Like maybe we call in while they're recording, or they call in while we're recording. Like we do with Olivia? Yeah, or, but, yeah but we don't hang up on them. Um, I want to do something more eventually where, where we do actually have direct communication at some point. More of like an actual, like how me and Vince are talking right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I'm not good at facilitating things like that. I yeah. think it should be more, but I'm not going to fucking do anything to make it more. <laughs> but, and, and I also feel like at some point we're going to meet them, like in person. Yeah, it does feel like that's destined, like, honestly. Like one day, it's, it's not like they're going to be like, yeah, come out to LA, or we're going to be like, hey, come out here. I, I'm not thinking that. I'm, I'm, I think it's more of a, hey, um, we got a three-hour layover, you know, because we're going to England. Did you know Chris has been to England before, and he sailed all around the world, and just he's a pretty much a world traveler. But really, yeah. So at some point, so at some point, they're they're going to have a layover at an airport near us once they finally figure out where we live, and they're and they're just going to be like, "Hey, we're at this airport. Pick us up." I think Chris is putting together context clues and and trying to figure out where we live. And I think he's... (laughs) He's probably... I think he said he's pretty narrowed it down. Yeah, he's narrowed it down in his head. Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure we sound like we're we're from a certain section of the United States. Do we? Like, I've been told that... Up north, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I sound like I'm from Wisconsin. Yeah. That's one way it could go. I think option B, probably build a mansion in L.A., I wouldn't mind being where there are some different thinking people. <laughs> that gives away. I wouldn't like, mind. There's like what, like twenty eight states that narrows it down. Being to? Being around some different minded people that that might be. But the traffic though. That might be better. Yeah, I've and heard, the house prices are yeah, going to be a lot different. Exactly. exactly. Uh, I don't want to pay three million for a nice little shack. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, three hundred square feet for. $600,000. I don't understand why. And they got earthquakes. I don't don't need that shit in my life. 
I don't, I don't I mean, need books it, falling off my shelf. <laughs> but I mean, better than having a tornado. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe. Man, we're just really narrowing it down for him. <laughs> or do we have tornadoes? We have hurricanes. We have We're, cyclones. Yeah, we got really bad tropical th- thunder. Lots of lava. <laughs> Lots of lava where we live. We live. Lava's a problem. It's really fucked up because you can still see the people cast in ash mm-hmm. on the street next to us. Yeah, at, right after you drive through the rainforest. <laughs> and and then you look back over your shoulder and, and it's the biggest skyscrapers <laughs> This side of the Mississippi, whatever side that is. And if you look to the northeast, you'll see the snow and you can see the baboons in the hot springs. And they're big red asses just jumping in and out of the hot springs. Ready for the slapping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I do have a feeling that one day our paths will cross. I just have that feeling. But hey, if you haven't already, go check them out. Please. Go listen to the Film Stripping Podcast. Listen to all the episodes that we're doing with them. It's been awesome. It's been fun. Go back and listen to their other stuff. They are so much fun. If you like us, I guarantee you're going to like them. Like, they are the only podcast that I that I listen to religiously. All right, you got anything else? No. All right, thank you so much for tuning in to Movie Muggin. If you'd like to keep up with us, we are on Instagram and Twitter at Movie Muggin. If you'd like to email us, moviemuggin at gmail.com. Happy New Year, everybody. We love you. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next year. See ya. Oh, let's be crazy and bang on the kitchen counter.